guys, super exciting day on the pod. One of my very best friends in the whole world, who you've probably seen on tour with me, if you've come and seen me live. If you haven't, ttomcomedy.com for tickets. It's the only reason I do anything, is so people come and watch me do stand-up. Is Dustin Nickerson, everybody. Hello, I'm here. I think somehow that we haven't done this together. I know. We've done everything together. You've done my podcast, but this is a real podcast. This is a I do my podcasts in beanbags in my daughter's room. This is like a real thing right here. So this is spectacular. Dustin has a beautiful wife and family. And mm. it's uh, amazing that I get along with you mm-hmm. because I'm so bitter yeah. and, and I'm jealous. bitter and jealous of your career success. So we... We've talked about yeah, this. We yeah, we compliment each other nicely in that way. It is very nice. You made a joke. I forget where we were. I remember the rental car we were in. Where, <laughs> That's the saddest where thing I've ever we heard. We were like in a parking garage and I said something I don't even know. We I don't even know what we were talking about, but you just went, well, whatever. At least I have like a family and people mm-hmm. who love me. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And you were like, that was that was, that too, was too far. That came I out overstepped. not as fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah sometimes uh you just you overstep and you you took a risk but here's the thing you've made that joke so many times that made me laugh so hard yeah and it was just for some reason i was just sensitive you, you that were day. probably i was probably going through something bemoaning all the trials that come with being so successful i know and i was in a spot where i couldn't hear that yes that's <laughs> probably what was going on i had been begging some booker to not to like to let me use the condo that weekend or something yeah, yeah. some just like i couldn't i couldn't hear it that at that moment that's your you, version of swiping on hinge yeah <laughs> is emailing bookers could i just please exactly yeah i had just i had gotten as just a series of no's uh and uh, i couldn't hear you um complain that a million tiktok followers wasn't actually that many <laughs> You're like, well, when you think about it, it's not that many. And I was like, I just, I can't, I understand where you're coming from and I don't want to belittle this right now, but it just, so I, 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 I came back at you. Yeah. Like I'm, siblings do. Cause that's what we have. Yes. We have a sibling like relationship and siblings know how to hurt each other. Yes, they do. <laughs> and you keep me in check. The worst thing that I have done, uh, to date is we did a show. I know I think the story in, already. In Pennsylvania. Yes. Where I don't ask for a lot in the green room, but I do mm-hmm. ask for like coffee and oat milk. Mm-hmm. And someone had gotten almond milk, which is fine, <laughs> but it had been a long day. And I was, I didn't like freak out, but I was just like, I mean, it, is it really that hard? And you were like, don't. <laughs> you were like, this is, I will never let mm-hmm. you forget about this, that mm-hmm. you were like annoyed yeah. it was a different alt yes. milk. I think this is what I told you is that this is what people think celebrities do. Right. Which is complain. Actually, I asked for oat milk. Yeah. Not almond <laughs> milk, which in reality is, is you should never... um belittle someone's struggles and pain because every situation you have is very hard and very challenging and in real an absolute reality is you have a very simple writer that's very easy to execute and it's not diva in any way whatsoever you want hot water with lemon it's as easy as it can get so when it does get mishapped it's very easy to get frustrated by that right. but that particular thing with the alt milks you're like all right this is a little much yeah 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 <laughs> and you know i was immediately like yeah yeah you're yeah. right absolutely let's, let's and also squelch this coming with 
like the success does have a wild amount of trials and it, that makes like your life way harder. And I understand that. I just couldn't hear that in that one moment in that Avis or budget. She's right. loyal to budget. I don't even remember. I think maybe, I think maybe what was happening is you were dealing with something frustrating. Yeah. And I was, I think I was listening to you complain about something. And yeah. then at the end you went, well, whatever, at least I have a family. <laughs> and I was like, I don't even know if it was Ooh, aimed at me. No. I don't even think it was aimed at me. I think you were saying yeah. like generally, like yeah. there's a lot of sad people in this business yeah. who got this other thing that I wanted to get, yeah. but at least I have this, forgetting that I was one of those right, people. Right, right. I was I well, I made the mistake of broadcasting my gratitude journal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and it, we were in a parking garage, so you probably heard it two or three times. Honestly, yeah. it probably echoed <laughs> and hit you. Like, hmm, I was like, do I family. look like I'm spiral bound? I know. No. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this should be written somewhere I, else. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I am sorry for that, but that is one of the things I said that to you uh, as we were talking on the phone the other day because I knew you were, you know, in a spot and the nice thing about friendships is you go like, I don't need you to be on or off with me. Like, I'll take you as is. Yeah. And you the same. You're like, there's, there's we're not, we're not, I would be angry. The only thing I would be angry with you for, well, there's lots of stuff I get angry about, but uh, <laughs> would be if I felt like you were putting on some type of dance for me. I was like, what, 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 don't don't cover this up. Just, oh, just if be, I was how, like, everything's fine. Yeah, just Which be. Which has never <laughs> been my <laughs> brand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the name of the pot again? <laughs> everything's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sadness no. is your brand. Yeah. You have it's, monetized. That's not true. I mean, the sad in the city, right? I mean, oh, the, yeah, yeah. It's, the, the, I mean, look, I'm, it's a part of the brand. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Well, I did, I did an interview. We were just talking about this. I did an interview yesterday, and the journalist I was talking to goes, "I mean, as a New Yorker for like a New York publication, I have to ask, why do you hate New York City?" And I was like, "I don't hate New York City." <laughs> yeah. I'm sad here because yeah. I don't live here mm. and I'm sad in every city. That was kind yes. of that was kind of the deciding factor of deciding to do this podcast because we were like, are we going to run out of stuff to talk about if it's just about New York? But the reason we get so many great emails is that everybody feels this no matter where they right, are. Like right. a lot of people are like, I feel that way, but insert right. Atlanta. Like right. it's just wherever you are struggling. Right. <laughs> and a lot of times big cities accentuate mm -hmm. that. Because so many people are like living their yeah. best life yeah. Yeah. around you. Yeah. And there's so much to do. And if you don't have friends to do it with, then you kind of yeah. don't want to. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm excited for us to talk because we've been to so many cities together. And being right. on the road is amazing. Right. And it's also really sad. It's both of those things. The common denominator is you and me. Like yeah. whatever you are, you are there. You yes. don't... Adam Sandler had that great SNL sketch where he talked about the trips to Italy. Yes. Where it was like, if you're sad here, you, you might, might still, still be, be sad there. over there. And yeah. that's exactly it. But that applies, I think, to what we were talking about, like the success stuff too, of just like, hey man, like if you're unhappy and you've got like life problems as an open micer, that doesn't get better when you start headlining. Like yeah. one of our good friends and, you know, like uh, when we started was a god and is still one of the funniest comments I know is Zoltan Cassis. He said that to me one weekend I was featuring with him up in Seattle and he goes, you know how it feels when you walk in and you're the headliner? And I go, wow. I was all excited. And he goes, the same. 
I don't agree with that. I don't really? Think it, I don't think it feels the same. Do you think it feels the same? Yeah, kind of. Really? It actually, no, it does. It feels the same and then I have a, I have, I'm glad that I'm the headliner, but I have a whole new set of problems to worry about. Oh, it which... doesn't feel better. <laughs> You're but saying it doesn't it feels... feel the same. Yeah, <laughs> It I mean, feels different and yeah. in some ways scarier and worse. Yeah, but you're getting more money. Yeah. Which is nice. That is nice. Because those feature weekends, you're making $350. Right. Quote, unquote, making. They're giving you $350. It is more expensive to get to, insert Midwest, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, Little Rock. I'm just naming loony bins. It's more expensive (laughs) to get there than it is to, uh, to, to, you're not breaking even, so. I never made money featuring. Not one time. Not one time. Maybe when it was driving distance from my house in yeah, California. Yeah, 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 yeah. And even then, it's like only if you don't stop to get a bottle of water. Right, right, exactly. I'm like, Chipotle was $9. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. So the cities that we do love working on the road together, do you think that we love them because we just were in good moods when we happened to go there? Or well, are they great? This is... This is Raleigh, isn't it? <laughs> I've I've talked about this a little bit after that weekend, but like, man, the first time we went to mm-hmm. Raleigh, yeah. it was like it's magic. magic. Yeah, yeah. What happened? Yeah, it was. Because then the second time we went was still nice, uh-huh. but a lot of things went wrong at yeah. the club. Like we had a fire alarm go right, off, right? That canceled the show. Yeah, and things were closed, but we still had like a nice time walking right, around, and right. we got some good food. And then this last time we went was like Chaos. terrible. Yeah, yeah. You know how in Narnia, when they f- go first through the wardrobe, it's frozen and it's winter and then it melts and then it gets better? That's been reversed for us in Wally. <laughs> it has become uh, under yeah. the evil witch's rule <laughs> now. It, like every time we go, it gets worse somehow. Experience wise, yeah. it's still lovely and the biscuits are still fantastic. So good. You know, but they're, we go to get biscuits now out of desperation. We that, couldn't get biscuits yeah. the last day. It's like all we wanted in the world. Oh, yeah. And we couldn't get in. It was raining. It was raining, so we couldn't sit oh, outside. Oh, and it was too busy, right? And it was right? too busy. And it was like all we wanted to do was go to, is it Biscuit Love? Love and Biscuits? Love and Biscuits. Is Love, that what it's called? No, no that, that was somewhere else. That's a rom-com. That's, Love and Biscuits is... It's a Hallmark movie. That is, yeah. I don't remember what that place is called, but we we had gone there the day before, thank yeah. God, and it was like, we'd been looking forward to it for weeks, mm-hmm. and then the last day, that parking lot was a nightmare. Right. We couldn't get in. We were like, oh, I guess it's so Sunday. A couple, a, couple, um, a couple homeless people fought in the, um, like, under the They grid. weren't homeless. You, didn't yeah, yeah, you say yeah. they were no, just... No, no, they weren't. They weren't. They, like, I, I don't... I didn't know what to say there as far right. as describing them. A couple people fought yeah. outside of our windows at full volume. A couple late night partiers yeah. probably on drugs. Yeah, there was a lot of going <laughs> on there. It was 3 a.m. Yeah. and people were fighting outside. Yeah, in, that's exactly right. Yeah. At full volume, as you do, you know what? It gets quieter yeah. as they get uncertain. It's like, oh, man, I'm angry and on drugs. Let's whisper. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm but let's t- keep it down. I'm going to tone myself down here. And that hotel was already like the walls were paper thin. And yeah. I could hear people like, you know, brushing their teeth upstairs. Yeah. So it was to then have people yelling. Yeah. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. At 3 a.m. was a lot. Yeah. Because you kind of wanted to join them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you got not at anyone in particular, just kind of a general fuck you to yeah. the, the sky to in the Raleigh. Sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To, yeah, it was taken. We've had two bad hotel experiences there. Our last two times there. The one have you talked about this before? The no. pod. The one before that was actually the single worst hotel experience I've ever had. Yeah. And it takes. I don't call down to the desk. I'm not a desk caller. <laughs> I'm not. I've never changed rooms. Dustin drinks the almond milk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one time, my wife and I stayed at a hotel. The mattress smelled like puke, and we just asked him to switch the mattress. We didn't even change rooms. What? I don't. I that's, don't like to that's be. That's actually harder. What's that? To switch the mattress? You don't think that's harder? I don't remember why we did. I think maybe there weren't other rooms available or something like that. I don't like to be a fuss. I don't like to be a burden. Uh, This is the only time I've ever called down other than like, could you wake me up at a certain time? Mm -hmm. And it was because there was a full wedding party on our floor that was up just literally yelling and running and I don't know what was going. it, it, It... I have no idea what was happening. It's like the conga line was going down our hallway. <laughs> yeah. And that went to like 2, 3, 4 a.m. And then we called, like I kept calling the desk and the desk was like, I've called the cops. I don't know what I can do. Yeah. And uh, it end. I remember it ended by another disgruntled guy like get opening the door and just yelling down like, shut that. Like just like right. lost his mind. And then they went quiet. And I was like, is that all I had to do the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> Which made me feel better because... At one point, I was like, are we the only people on this floor who weren't invited yeah. to this wedding? <laughs> and then that one guy was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. So there's more <laughs> yeah, of us. Yeah. That poor guy probably had some flight to catch or whatever, too. I know. Yeah. Hey, so did we. Did we? I don't remember. <laughs> I think we did. You definitely did. I like that first flight out. Yeah. Like, that's, uh, the only, uh, that's the only thing that we clash on on yeah. the road is that you always leave well i have first... a happy family to get home to yes as and... we've heard <laughs> and you're like i mean i i'm just going home to an empty apartment what it's time true. does it matter yep what does it matter what time i get home yeah 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 too soon <laughs> no you're absolutely right <laughs> try to do a callback you're absolutely right well and i used to i used to fly home first thing mm-hmm. um and then at a certain point, I was like, it's just not worth it to lose the sleep. Right. Because I think even if you were just married, I could be wrong, but I think even if you were just married and childless, you would probably fly home later. Uh, you know what it is? I actually got in the habit of it during the day job days. Oh, okay. Because we weren't, we weren't as close then because yeah. you were like a minor and a yeah. young female. And I was like, this is like inappropriate. Yeah, like this is inappropriate. When you met, you we were like 17, 18. When I you first started doing clubs, how old were you? Uh, when you first started hanging like out at like Madhouse and stuff. Yeah, yeah 18. I was a 28-year-old married man. You like, were my age now. Yeah, it was not appropriate for me to have a friendship right. with you. We yeah. had even less in common then. Yeah. Like we were both kind of starting, uh, you know, like we, there's nothing. What we, we had like, nothing to talk yeah, about. Yeah, how are classes? What I right. know I got nothing. Did you get your, have you? How's uh, homework? Yeah, exactly. Did yeah. you? <laughs> House, I didn't house, have the, I had homework, house, but not the same that your kids had. Yeah, exactly. How's soup plantation? Is yeah, that like I'm? You're you're getting into comedy for it to be your career. I'm getting into comedy to leave my current career. We right. are in different things, but I most of those years, really for the better part of five years, when I first started working the road, I would sleep in the airport Sunday night, 
And I would do this two to three Sundays a month mm-hmm. or and then just take that first flight, go home, shower, go to work. Mm-hmm. So I think I kind of got in the rhythm of it then that I'm just like, when that last show hits, whatever we're done, which is usually not even the best. It's usually one of the worst shows of the weekend. Usually. Sundays can be fun, but you're just, I'm like, I got to get out of this place. I just, I get, I'm ready to go. Yeah. And you have kids. You have kids to get home to that right. you don't want to miss growing up. That's p- true, too. And you're already but gone it's half about the me. time. Okay. And All right. Ruining, nah. <laughs> ruining their childhood. Like, they probably there don't even go. know if you the love them. That's my version of. Yeah. That's, my version that's fair. I receive it. What's it like uh, not being married? I'm like, I don't know. What's it like being uh, an absent father? Is that hard? <laughs> Which is not true at all. Dozen's the no, most present father. You've said what you said. No. And I heard no, it. No, you you know what's funny to me though is you do get like if it's not too personal to say, like you will get worried about like missing stuff in your kid's life. And for me, I'm like my parents didn't travel, but they were not there, like you are for your kids. Like the joke I have in Quarter Life Crisis about my friends talk to their kids like they're people is about you because I hear you on the phone with your kids and you talk to them like you talk to everyone else. You talk to them like they're human beings with worth. <laughs> like and, it's like, A little dignity. Yeah. Yeah. It's like very, it's, look, it's triggering. Uh, <laughs> it's very hard to hang yeah. out with a good dad all the time. But like. It's so funny to me that you get insecure about like not being there enough or something because yeah, you're away on the weekends, but when you're home, you're like home the whole time and you're like going out of your way to like do stuff with them and like have memories and like you're doing like fantasy sports with your son even when you're apart and like you're checking in and FaceTiming like you're such a, such a good dad. You try and it's made easier by the way we do the road now comics who did it in like the 80s and 90s who would leave for like a month at a time yeah you know you also sometimes people say things that put your stuff into perspective we live in a military city i Mm. mean those dads are gone for 11 months Mm. you know they're way worse than me i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) uh no but the point is like every every career every life has its challenges you just trying to be opportunistic with the moments that you have and be as engaged as you can. Because, yeah, I do miss a lot. Usually for two to four days a week, I'm like gone and texting. And then for whatever remaining amount of time I'm home, I'm like the best dad in the world because I can do everything and drive them to everything. And, you know, but we Melissa and I point out the time all the time when you go to those games, you're like, you know, a lot of time there's one parent at these games or yeah. none, you know, like and that can be because they're in the military or they're traveling for work or they stinking are just have like quote quote unquote lifestyle jobs so they're gone they work 78 hours a week or they're on call so whatever whatever it may be so i don't know i appreciate you saying that uh but you know when i'm despairing and down i don't know if you relate to this at all but sometimes it's it's very easy to just focus on the negative parts of, of your life and your mistakes and you know, and and let that uh, you know haunt you. Yeah. Like, well, no, I'm I'm bad. I miss this man. I guess I'm just a bad father. What was the last time? What's like the saddest you've ever been on the road? Would it be that college gig? You think? Um, man, I don't know. There's uh, that was pretty sad. Yeah, I mean that'll do it. You get booed off stage and have uh, an infection, and you're like in an open wound. That'll do it. That was more panicky than sad. Mm. Does that make sense? You yes. know, I think I'm pretty 
there is a a baseline of melancholy that I am on the road. Mm-hmm. And and some of it is like, I think it's just the nature of the road. It's very kind of romantic in that way, you know, that you're like, I'm, you know, I'm a highwayman, you know, I'm yeah. out and about. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear every year that I do this for a living, there's more of Johnny Cash's I've been everywhere <laughs> cities that I can check off. Yeah. I'm like, no, I have been there. There, 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 there. Yep. Okay. I At this point, I truly, I mean, he says in his book, I've been everywhere twice. Like mm. Johnny Cash talks about in his book that he he could wake up anywhere in, in within a couple minutes in in his uh in his bus know where he was in the country wow. within like five square miles wow <laughs> oh yeah i know but that's yeah. how it feels it's like impressive and cool and melancholy and sad so i don't know it's hard to pinpoint an exact i mean like today i walked around central park and i was like man the last time i was here my daughter claire was playing on that playground yeah. that'll make you pretty sad you yeah. know so there's there's no lack of those things, no lack of sad opportunities. So when I say that you've made sad part of your brand, I'm like, that's a good, <laughs> as you should. You know? Relatable. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know if I talked about this on an episode yet, but like Omaha, where Erica and I were last weekend, um, the last time Erica, I... <laughs> I, hate, I hate, who? <laughs> I hate her. Erica is the her. other person who opens for me. Yeah, Erica Spira, very yeah. funny. And Dustin's very jealous mm-hmm. uh, when he misses dates to go do his own shows uh, as a headliner. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you just... How just, dare you exist outside of me? How dare you bring an opener at all other than me? <laughs> a, cancel shows. B, don't bring an opener. These are good alternatives. Run my clips. <laughs> That's so funny. Please welcome to the stage, Taylor's opener. And then it's just a YouTube clip of you. That's so funny. That's hilarious. If you do one that is just you, like at Madhouse in San Diego, going, welcome to the Taylor Tomlinson tour to silence. But we play it. So good. So good. Um, You know, Taylor thinks it's funny because she goes, that's so funny. And it completely monotone. That's really good. This is really funny. funny. This is a concept that I find humorous. Yeah. If I laugh, I'm like, that was trash. (laughs) And I'm trying to cover it up. (laughs) Spectacular. Uh, Clap if you're excited about the new Manscaped launch. That was me clapping because today I'm excited to announce their brand new ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, they're moving above the bikini line. I'm talking about upgrading the man in your life's hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man that covers him from head to toe, literally. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Help him join the 4 million men worldwide who look great and smell great thanks to Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code SAD. We all know what a game changer the man Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 has been for trimming down there. We've got Manscaped Premium Deodorant, Hydrating Body Spray, 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner, because we know no guys are going to use both. Let's combine those, plus a free gift, a three-pack set of lip balm, peppermint, eucalyptus oil, vitamin E. Amazing. Love it. 
So get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SADSAD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code SADSAD at manscaped.com. The only smell you'll want on him in a bottle thanks to Manscaped. But the last time I was in Omaha was, I was 23, I think. And I had gone through a really bad breakup and I was like, my mental health was just horrendous. And it was like the first time I tried to get back into therapy since high school because I didn't know what else to do. And I was like doing like talk space. Um, and it just like wasn't great. And I still have like pictures from it where I'm, I look like happy at like the zoo or something. And you're like, that was one of the darkest weekends mm. of my life. I... I and going back to Omaha yeah. like five years later, yeah. which I thought I'd be back sooner than that, but going back five years later in such a different context mm -hmm. was like really wild. And that's another thing that's weird about the road is you'll be really depressed in certain places and then you go back. Yeah. And it'll be depressing for it it'll like remind you mm -hmm. of how depressed you are, even if you're not anymore. Yeah. Even if you're like, I'm good now and none of that's yeah true anymore like i was sad looking at those penguins five years ago yeah, yeah. kind of and I, yeah or or you'll go and you'll be like damn nothing's different <laughs> and i wanted it to be by the next yeah. time i came here or something yeah no i think that that's a reality that neither of us saw coming that you can go have a bad experience somewhere and have to go back there yep 20 more times in your career mm -hmm. you know the i've thought about that because when we were in seattle a few months ago which is where i'm from i had a tough day we were, we were had, in seattle like two weeks ago yeah, yeah yeah i had a tough day i had some family stuff i just was in the pits i like and then i like and also dealing with the fact that you you know when you start to achieve some of the things that you and this is you know an eternal struggle some of the things that you hoped for and dreamed of and then you get them and you're like this doesn't feel how i thought it would feel i don't know if you relate to or that or it wore off sooner than yeah, i thought or yeah it didn't it didn't make me whole like yeah, i thought it yeah. would and i was like as you know because we were talking for a while and i cried in front of you which i think i've done maybe one of one times you, yeah now. you you very you teared up in a very manly way yeah. <laughs> You did not cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen men cry. Yeah, I was not crying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Melissa, maybe you've seen me cry four times in twenty years. So wow. you know, I keep that to myself, <laughs> like a man. Uh, <laughs> but I, I went and I was walking. We we're at the Moore Theater, which I, I mean, I've gone to a hundred concerts at the Moore Theater growing up, and then I went and sad walked through an empty Pike Place Market. Like, I mean, it was a ghost town. Nobody was there. And it was yeah. a foggy day, if you remember. And I was like, this is how I will always think of Pike Place now. Wow. You know, like, but you're like, this is, that's what you're saying. You go to these places, you have a negative. I'm at that theater again in a couple weeks. Yeah. You know? Um, and uh, it's, you just go, well, this is what it's going to be like for me in this city now. Like, maybe I'll create a new good memory, but I still got this old one. <laughs> yeah, it really, it's really hard to, it's hard to correct a memory of a place mm -hmm. by yourself. Well, you, what was the city? You had one that we were in 
somewhat recently where you had a full-on panic attack, right, and ended up in the hospital. Oh, yeah. Cincinnati, Cincinnati. We were in Cincinnati, yeah. Maybe it was somewhere else. Because were we in Cincinnati recently? We were in Liberty, Cincinnati. Remember, we flew into Louisville and that whole situation. Oh, no. You know what it was? It was Columbus. It was Columbus. Columbus. It was Columbus. And I remember not knowing that. I mean, I remember the story, but I didn't know where it was. Yeah. And going like, oh, cool. Columbus, college town, exciting. And you're like, I got a whole different set of memories here. Yeah. The last time I was here, you literally were in the hospital, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, there have been times, it happened recently where I didn't think I had been somewhere. And then I got there and I was like, oh my God, I did come here. Like, <laughs> like nine months ago, I yeah. was here doing a terrible corporate gig. Yeah, yeah. And then you go back and you're like, oh shit. Oh, you know what it was? It was Oklahoma City which you weren't with me for. It was mm. over the summer and it mm. was one of the few clubs that you couldn't do with me because you were headlining somewhere. Um, and I drove in and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I've been here. Yeah, yeah. And I drove down this way. Yeah. And like, oh man, like yeah. I'm staying in a different place, but it just kind of like. Yeah. And there's not a lot to do yeah. in Oklahoma It's like City. every time I try and give, uh, I keep retrying uh, kombucha Yes. And I'm like, no, I hate this. Yeah. I keep being like, have I had this or have I tried this flavor? No, I hate this. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I don't like this experience. <laughs> Columbus, well, that was where we went to uh, the the other world though, right? Was that in Columbus? I think so, yeah. I think it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. museum was so cool. Which now in hindsight, I realized you just didn't want to go into the city yet. You weren't ready. I wasn't ready. You were on the outskirts. You're like, can I do this? Can we go to this alien planet yeah. for an hour and a half? Just so that I don't have to go in here. Yeah. You're stalling. We're stalling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really uh it's really wild. I don't I don't know. I don't wanna be so like triggered yeah. by returning to the same places. I mean, I did West Nyack, New York twice mm -hmm. in the last five years or something. Right. And both times for different reasons, I was like rock bottom depressed mm. and i was supposed to go back i think either during or before the pandemic and i remember i just said like can we just cancel this because mm. i just can't like i'm right. just not ready yet yeah. to go do that and probably stay in the same mm -hmm. hotel and i just don't I just don't have it. Like there was another one we went to. We went to uh, a city. I forget where it was. They all bleed together now. But we went to one where I was like the last time I was in this hotel. Yeah. I was here with my ex-fiance. Yeah. Like, shit like that where you're like, oh my God, like is everything ruined by my mistakes <laughs> in the past? Or like yeah. just like these depressive episodes I right, had or right. these bad breakups I had or like you, I don't want to associate bad times in my life with places that i'm gonna have to return to mm -hmm. um but i do think it's possible to go back and have a better memory of it and can like redeem sort of, a place yeah. yeah you can totally redeem a place mm -hmm. and it's much easier going back to places together right on the road because it's so different than being yeah, by yourself. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that on the road by yourself like i did a run of shows last weekend 
Lynchburg, Virginia, Napanee, Indiana, Black River Falls, Wisconsin. Yeah. Napanee? Yeah. Napanee sounds like you're saying a word wrong. Too many vowels in that word. Napanee? Napanee. Yeah. No. No, Napanee sounds like an app. Yeah. You know, like... That like, sounds like you're introducing yourself to someone at a bar and you forgot your own name. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, hey, I'm Josh. And you're like, I'm yeah. Nap- Napanee. Yeah. Napanee? Napanee <laughs> sounds like Yahtzee's trying to invent a new game. <laughs> no, 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 you know Yahtzee. This is Napanee. This is Napanee. Yeah. yeah. So it, uh, by myself, those three cities in the hotels that we were staying at, at least for one of them, would have been the biggest downer in the world. Like, yeah. objectively, this is so, I'm so sad and I'm beat down by all these things. Not that they're sad cities. It's just the travel to go into those places. It's just a lot to take in. And... Uh, but I had a friend with me, I had Aaron Weber with me, and it was great. It was fun. Now it's a great experience. You know, now mm-hmm. I have kind of, you know, I've redeemed this a little bit. Yes. I think that, okay, let me, can I ask a question? Yeah, of And course. I think I know the answer to this. Uh, you better. We're not friends anymore. Uh, you and part of the reason that we jive together well is that you and my wife, my high school sweetheart, I've been happy with for 20 years, uh, you have this. Brag, in- brag, brag, <laughs> brag, 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 brag. <laughs> We'll put up a photo of her on yeah. the YouTube <laughs> so you can all see it'll how get, hot Melissa is. It'll get is. some downloads. Yeah. I mean, if I were to write a book, I would put her on the cover, <laughs> you know, hypothetically, if it came out June 7th. <laughs> hypothetically, I would do that. But the um, her and I are polar opposites when it comes to feelings. And I, you're more like, and that there's a lyric to a, I think it's Lumineer song, that or Head in the Heart, they're the same band, um, <laughs> where they say like, uh, you know, I feel nothing at all and you feel nothing small. That's what Melissa, and you, like every feeling is like, uh, and it's like just shot directly into the veins that yeah. I feel this at 110% absolute maximum. And I'm like, push that down. Let's just not feel anything. And so I'm trying, it's so funny because we have this thing where I'm like, she's trying to be like, I don't know if you, you we've talked about Enneagram before. She's like an Enneagram uh, four, which means one of the t- traits of them is that they are, addicted to their own suffering oh (laughs) i didn't imply anything there uh but there is like that's kind of the running the course of these emotions and everything's big and dramatic and when you're happy you're the happy you're even and then you're sad whatever it may be and i i'm and so she's trying to kind of keep that on a lid because when she's like that it can like He's like, okay, well, that means we have to deal with whatever that emotion is. And I'm trying to do the other thing where I'm just trying to like let my, like when I was in Seattle, I was going through that stuff. I was like, I need to let this feeling run its course. Mm. I need to have the natural emotion of being sad because it's a bummer Mm -hmm. and this whole situation sucks. So just let it ride, you know, just let this go. Just be a human and then, you know, uh, emasculate yourself later. But for right now, you know, feel, you know, you know what I mean? And you were so mad that you were feeling a feeling. I was mad that I was sad. I was angry. You were like, I'm just mad. That's healthy, right? (laughs) Yeah, you were like, I'm mad that this affects me. I, I was, I... I was angry at my own sadness. Yeah. Which is unhealthy in its own way. Right. And I was like, you should be mad. <laughs> you and should is, yeah, be sad. Yeah, As is... someone whose every feeling gets their own parade. <laughs> That's a great way of putting it. I mean. Everyone clear the streets. <laughs> Anger is coming through. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, that, oh, it's that like is that part hilarious. in Aladdin with like Prince Ali. Oh my gosh. But it's just Taylor's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that is, it's, oh my gosh. And it, you're just kind of closing a manhole constantly. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. no, 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 that guy... That guy deserves a parade. <laughs> He's been in the sewers yeah. for years. That's despair. That one needs a parade, actually. Yeah. That one can't. Because if that goes down the alley, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> despair needs to be seen. Yeah, but you, I mean, and I do aspire to be more like even keel. And um, I think I have become more so over the years um, through therapy and uh, maturity and mood stabilizers. <laughs> <laughs> um who's doing the heavy lifting there but uh i, I <laughs> you're doing the lifting but it's the they're the spotter behind yes, you exactly just to make sure but you feel so guilty like talking about yourself and like venting about things and i like have to talk through everything yeah and so sometimes you'll talk about stuff and then you'll be like sorry like we don't have to talk about this anymore and i'm like Please catch up to me <laughs> because I feel like a bad friend. Yeah. Like monopolizing so much time with my woes. I feel great with not that you're sad, but I feel great when you communicate your sadness right, and right. I feel like I get to be a sounding board. I I that's totally fair. You were mad at me. I was in the ER last weekend and oh I told you God. like 4 days yes. later and you're like, "Why did I not know this?" And I was like, "I mean, I didn't even tell my wife until after the fact, you know, because I was angry at myself that I had to go to the ER. Do you remember the other time that you hit your head? Mm -hmm. It was bleeding profusely. Mm -hmm. And you sent me a picture of that. And I said, go to the hospital. And you were like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> and then I think I talked to you on the phone about something else. And I was like, you okay, man? And you were like, yeah, I'm good. Like, you just yeah. sounded weird and off. You, yeah. And then like... 30 minutes later, Melissa texts me from your phone and goes, hey, it's Melissa. We're at the hospital now. Dustin's getting stitches and has a concussion. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. And I was like, okay, good. That was funny. That was like, I was constantly, it was, that one was legitimately embarrassing because I got it playing tag with my daughter. Oh, you got it being a good father? Yeah, or an overly competitive father. Whatever <laughs> way you want to look at that. Sometimes those go hand in hand. But yeah. I had a good hiding spot. I was under the playground and I jumped up and I hit like the little Oof. sharp part of the, under the playground and uh i we <laughs> it was such a funny we get back to the um we get back to like our house and i'm talking with mel and i was like i don't you know I, i'm okay i don't think i need to go to the hospital or anything and then i said the same sentence 10 times in a row mm. i just went on a loop and i was like hey i think i need to go to the hospital and melissa's like yeah let's go right now yeah. and the funny thing is later i told that story to the doctor that uh i was like i said i said the same sentence 10 times in a row and uh and melissa goes uh actually i haven't had the heart to tell him this he actually didn't say anything he just went blank for a while and oh. then was like let's go to the hospital <laughs> oh my god i'm li i'm projecting a rea different reality altogether here oh my but god. you were the first to catch that and you were there is like um i i i 
I don't, it's my childhood. It's raised by a single dad and a guy named Uncle Butch. It's like, <laughs> it's the pressures that society puts on masculine dudes. All that crap yeah. is all mixed in there. And my own pride and all that kind of stuff is all in there. But like when, so when someone says like, yeah, that's self-love and self-care. And then half of me goes like, yeah, no, that's right. And the other half of me is like, I mean, come on, that's stupid. <laughs> right. Yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah. Like that's not actually important when of course it is. Yeah. But you know, there's a lot to undo there. Yeah. There is a lot to undo there. And there have been, um, think you and I don't really argue like in a real way. Like mm-hmm. we don't really hurt each other's feelings very much. But you told me recently that there was something I said that hurts your feelings. And I felt so bad. It was when sometimes you will not argue with me, but gently disagree until I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. <laughs> And I always thought that was just like a funny thing I did, just going like, oh my goodness, like, all right. Yeah. And you casually mentioned, you were like, that kind of hurts my feelings when you do that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, does it really? And you were like, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll never do that again. <laughs> well, oh, that's my like, God. Uh, that's like what I talk to my kids about cussing. I go like, I don't think you should. I go, I understand that like you guys cuss sometimes that all your kids, that's going to happen. But I will tell you, the less that you cuss the more effective it is when you actually do cuss. Mm. And I do feel that same way about friendships and relationships. Like if you don't bring up a lot, when you do, they're like, okay, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, this one's carrying some weight there. But also the stakes on that were pretty low. We just spend so much time together yeah. that I was like, I some feel like sometimes when we get in, cause we spat a lot like yeah. siblings do. And if we reach to a point where, I've either, I don't want to say one, but like made some kind of point or valid point. And instead of going like, you're right, you'll just go like, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Which also comes from an insecurity of me needing to be right. So listen, even that I had some flaws in. (laughs) Let's be real here. I mean, you, again, you and I are so like that we had been like having some spats for like a few oh, yeah. weeks <laughs> and I didn't bring it up at all because yeah. I was just like all right like Dustin's in a mood and <laughs> a month-long mood or whatever and I'm in a lot of them always yeah so that's fine and uh then you brought up you were like have I been like do you think I've been more like argumentative lately and I yeah. was like I mean, a little. <laughs> and then you felt so bad. You were like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm still really sorry about oh that. Oh my God, yeah. it's not. I was like, I don't, I'm not, I yeah. wasn't going to like sit you down. I, I went through about three weeks of, I'm not going to take any crap from anyone. That's yeah, where that was did. all coming from. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm tired of being walked all over. Yeah. I'm not going to take any crap from anyone. And that did not put me in any place that anyone really enjoyed being around. Because now you're yelling at customer service people. Now right. you're like, you're just, I don't know, you're just uh, very unenjoyable to be around, you know? Like not everything is disrespect. Not everything right. is someone trying to take advantage of you or walk all over. As a matter of fact, very little is. Yes. Most people don't care about you. and They're not trying to take advantage of you. They're just trying to do their jobs or maybe they're a little unfriendly today. You know, just, it's okay, man. It's just freaking relax. It's yeah. not a big deal. It's totally fine. Also, when has meeting that with anger ever helped? Literally never. never. Literally never. It's never ever helped. I I remember a couple months ago maybe. It might have been also like that Columbus weekend where we did all that driving that I was like going through something and having a hard time and venting to you about it 
and then very quickly being like, look at these houses. They're so cute. <laughs> and you were like, I feel like I'm getting punched and hugged <laughs> over and over again. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry. You're right. You did laugh at that. I did. Then, I laughed really and hard. Then go, and then guess. I felt really guilty. <laughs> I guess. No, I felt really no, bad because yeah. I'm, look, I know I'm a lot, but I used to be way more. <laughs> I've And we weren't friends yet. I've so. scraped a lot off the top. I would agree with that, actually, because you and I have been friends for, I mean, we've known each other since we both started comedy. Yeah, we've known well, each other for 10 years, and we've, we've been, been friends for like seven, would you say? Yeah, and traveling together for four or five. Yeah. You know? So I would say absolutely. You've also, you know, it's, it's you're 27, and I don't mean that in insult. 28. Insult- 28. Uh, yeah, you were 26 when your quarter life uh, crazy. Uh, she lied about how I, old she was in her Netflix I special. I filmed my my special quarter life crisis. I she filmed was 26. it twenty six. Like four days after Do I you turned twenty six. Did you know that's this? a hot fucking take right there? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm posting about it on the blog. You know how old she says she is in the special? Twenty five. Because that's how, what I had been saying the entire yeah, time yeah. that I was preparing for. I was and the I was only nervous. one that knew this, but now saddies. No, everybody. Uh, you <laughs> can Google it. I don't give a shit. No, I was really, I was really nervous to change. A word, a sure. word, yeah. and I was afraid that if I change, it would like trip me yeah. up. And literally, like we, I think we recorded it on like November eighth, and I, my birthday is November fourth, and I was like, I'm gonna say I'm 25. Like I don't care. Like I right, got this right. special six months ago. And I was like, I'll always have this. Yeah, over here. and Dustin and will pumped. never let it go. I was the baby <laughs> meme fist pumping. Like, yeah, yes, which I'll is never. You know, fine. But, but uh, go ahead. But anyway, you were. Starting I was gonna say a- in that time, I've known you since you were very young. Yeah. And like, so yeah, through therapy and and work and mood stabilizers or whatever it may be, yeah. like you said, and self-understanding and also just growing up. Like I like, it's, uh, I wouldn't, I don't want to say you're a totally different person, but absolutely, you know, the edge. Oh, I think is, I'm a different person. Yeah, I the, hope I am. The I mean, it's the, the tip is less sharp. Still a knife <laughs> could still hurt you, but it is. <laughs> A little, <laughs> and maybe both sides aren't sharp anymore. Right. I don't know if this a- analogy works. It's but. still a knife. I was thinking pencil. <laughs> no, I'm I thinking like, no, no, you're no. Like, you you can, can still write with no, it. No, you can break a pencil. You can't break a knife. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. I could be broken. I called you Taylor Swift the other day. Did you? I did. For what? I told you you were a pop star. For when? We were in the... How do you forget this? I forgot That's the that. nicest thing I've ever... I compared you to Taylor Swift. That's very nice and yeah. very untrue. Um, that's not that's, true. You're a pop star and like there are... There are... I don't know who... There are pop stars that people like and respect and then there's people who are just like pop stars. Taylor is pop star that is also artistically respected that everybody likes. And it's like, you're a powerhouse and we love your work. That's Taylor Swift. Debatable. Uh, if that's what I am, honestly, you never know. We're never gonna know yeah. what people think Still of knife. us. Still a knife. Still a knife. No, but we're not. We're never gonna know what anybody thinks of us because people know how close we are now. So, like, right, the days of like people talking yeah. shit about you to me or me about sure. me to you I, are over. Somewhat, but I do think that you underestimate how much comics want to talk crap. Uh, just in general and but not to someone they they won't lead with it yeah but they with me but they'll send some feelers like hey what are we what are we talking about here about me no just in general oh just in general yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so i think if a comic who had any ill will towards you 
in some ways, yes, they would avoid talking to me, but some of those other sociopaths would want to take it right to me. Interesting. <laughs> We're a yeah. damaged group of people. We are a very damaged group of but people. But yes, I agree with you for the most part that you're like, you know, I was going to use a sports reference, but you wouldn't get it. I wouldn't get it. Yeah. Am I... Am I Michael? Am I Michael Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> it's He's like a good, teammate right? thing. You wouldn't badmouth somebody else's teammate to them, right? Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. Especially in this thing. analogy, where I'm the teammate being carried by the other teammate. <laughs> Please, I'm dreading the day very soon where you're like, I'm never going on the road with you ever again. Um, it's not gonna happen. And you Just can keep do selling with it. big theaters. Uh, it has it. The biggest difference. And I'm sure I've said this already on the podcast, but not to you. The biggest difference um, that has been uh, the thing that's made the biggest difference uh, to my mental health on the road is being able to have you there with me because doing it by myself was brutal. Mm -hmm. I felt like I felt like a fucking ghost drifting across the United States. Yeah. I felt like. I was like, what am I doing? I don't exist. Yeah. All my friends are like meeting their people and mm -hmm. having kids and settling down. And like, I just, I'm just by myself all day. Yeah. And then I go in front of people and make them laugh and hope they like me. And before I was selling tickets, that didn't always happen. Mm -mm. And then you went back to this shitty hotel. And I was like, no wonder I felt like I was going to break in half and I couldn't do this forever. Because mm -hmm. I was really like, how am I going to do this? Right, right. And then once I started selling tickets and was able to have you feature for me, I was like, oh, I can do this every weekend. Mm. Like this is, I look forward to this. This is fun and feels like grounded and stable and provides, like the stability it provides on the road is like because we have a routine yeah 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 it's uh oatmeal and eggs around one mm -hmm. but that's all very nice of you to say and thank you and the feeling is mutual i don't think that anybody should go out on the road by themselves if they don't have to uh you know but there are times uh, you the road goes i always i i would always use the analogy that i felt like mist like you would just like i was here and then i was gone it's yes. like i never i didn't actually make any impact when i was here i came and dance for a little bit and people like again it's so much different when when you're selling tickets even at my level when i go into a town and it's like and i do my one night or the weekend and the majority of the people are there to see me it's such a different feeling and experience to when you are just like man i did this show for nine people tonight yeah and then there's that moment I, I there's a moment where you go back to your hotel room and that door shuts behind you and you're like i'm alone mm -hmm. you know there's a mist that's gone tomorrow and but it's very much different that you even just having someone to be in the elevator with you before you get to that door yes it's such a lifetime or such a uh, significant difference to your life yeah or just someone to text and go do you hear the music also <laughs> do you hear those people Is yelling there an outside event yeah going on above us yeah yeah it's really helpful it's really really helpful um like erica and i last weekend Who? we were on the same Erica Sparrow. I hate her. Erica. She's great. She's very funny. She'll replace me sooner than later. <laughs> um, Erica and I were on the same floor of the hotel and I was in like, I guess like a noisier side or something. And I was texting her like, can you hear that? Like, is that just me? Am I going crazy? And she's like, oh, I haven't heard anybody. And I just had like kind of like a douchey group of guys 
yeah. check in because we were staying like downtown mm-hmm. and the risk with staying downtown is like yes it's nice you can walk to things usually the hotels are nicer but there are on the weekends yep groups of people yeah having parties having mm-hmm. events doing like this or that wedding weekend yeah guys trip bachelor party bachelor and i just heard some guys like coming down the hall and a, and a door open and they were like oh nice like <laughs> and i was like nope don't want to yeah. be anywhere near this yeah i don't yeah. want to be close to anyone who's excited about a hotel room <laughs> yes at yes. that decibel i don't like when people are having fun on the road in general no. i'm like this isn't we're out here to work right what are yeah. you doing it's like someone who's like comes into work whistling you're like get out get of here. out this is our job yeah which is another reason why the road can be so isolating as a comic because you are alone all day mm-hmm. and then you go to your job which is just you talking to a crowd of people who are all together who all came with their friends who all came yeah. with their significant yeah. others who are having a night out yeah and it just accentuates. It's like New York City. Uh, you're walking around and you're surrounded by yeah. people with other people. Mm-hmm. And you're you're there, but, yeah. you're not, but no one gives a shit. Yeah, yeah. In some ways, I mean, in, in you obviously, when you're on stage on like your big theater shows, you are the most important person there by far. But you are the only person having a completely different different experience than them they're out to see you they're going out they got a sitter they got the uber they're out drinking it's a good energy and comedy is great and it's super fun and but you're just in a totally different headspace than them and so like when you do a meet and greet after you talk to them you're just like i'm not I I just went through something totally different than you, you know, and I'm exhausted and I'm beat down. I probably got up at like five as a travel day. I've been up since 5 a.m. West Coast time, you know. It is just, it's an interesting psychological um, difference of what we all had. Like when you you put that in, like we are people's night out. Yep. When we go to a show or like a concert or something, you're just like, oh man, you don't even think about, you, you, it's like you don't, um, personify that you don't make them humans you're like you're just the show that you put on for me tonight yeah it's interesting you know yeah it's super interesting we went and saw a comedian recently we're not gonna say names who we really liked and we left early we did we didn't leave early yeah we we <laughs> just key. didn't care about the end as much as <laughs> yeah, as much it. as we cared about yeah like getting out getting of there. out yeah. of there before the yeah. whole crowd yeah. left yeah. so yeah whenever i see people that happened the other night in royal oak i think i was i think i did like an hour 10 and you know you start 10 minutes late and i saw a couple leaving maybe like 50 minutes into my set yeah and i was like they have a babysitter you yeah, know like, they've gotten enough out of the show yeah like they probably have a babysitter and even if they don't like whatever it's fine yeah. like you can't i there are times in my life i might have taken that personally and yeah. now that i know how hard it is yeah yeah to go to things we're just a part of their night yes i was at i did a guest at uh a while back at uh brea improv i don't know if i've told you the story yet brea improv and dusty slay was there dusty's so funny great love dusty and um, Bray Improv is a very well-run club, and Mikey, the manager, I was like 
I was watching Dusty and I was eating my food. It was great. And Mikey came up to me and he was like, hey, I think I got to go kick this table out. And I was like, why? I'm not hearing anything. He's like, uh, yeah, because uh, the guy has his hands up the girl's skirt. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Did I tell you, you did the story? Tell yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, really? I can't wait to watch this. And this is going to be very, because I've seen people kicked out of shows a million times, but I haven't seen this particular one. And he just goes and grabs their drink and he goes, why don't you guys go take this somewhere else? And they just stood up and left. They had bought tickets, like booth tickets, expensive tickets. Well, yeah, you'd have to get a booth to do that. (laughs) Also, I knew they weren't married because married people wouldn't do that. If I did that to my (laughs) wife, she's like, what are you doing? Not even if you were like trying to save the relationship. What if their couples therapist was like, do something fucked up in yeah, public that's a bad therapy <laughs> i'll look Break some people law. some uh, people get bored <laughs> but that but the uh but the point to your what we were saying earlier we we're like they were there to see dusty they had spent money to see dusty dusty was a part of their night <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he was at a certain point background yeah toys yeah yeah exactly to another experience they were having yeah and if anything they're gonna have some weird dusty associated memories now <laughs> yeah they ruined that experience for themselves like yeah. you ever like you ever put sprinkles on something that didn't need sprinkles <laughs> that's what that was they're like this is so funny and great yeah let's also finger you yeah and they're like those two things don't yeah. go together yeah. No, if you wanted ice cream, you should have gone yeah. and had ice cream. Now she gets weird anytime she hears Dusty's voice. <laughs> Man, and also like Dusty's so like pretty clean comic. That's a weird Yeah. It's a weird choice. Weird choice. Yeah. You could have seen certain <laughs> comics that probably would have been fine with you doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, if anything it was like setting it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you probably could have seen some some audiences that would be like, well, you know, they are seeing so and so, so yeah, let's yeah. let that go. Some comics would have done it for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. Well, we are I can't believe how quickly this went by. Um we are going to do another episode. Uh with you cutting it fired between episodes hell yeah. yeah i mean it's it's so easy we could just talk forever mm-hmm. um because this is all we do and we might be uh screwing ourselves over because we do have like four hours in the car tomorrow right right going I, have my, to I have a folder pennsylvania oh a folder of things you haven't that's another thing we do is we've mm-hmm. started making folders on our phones little voice little notes where we write things i need to tell dustin things i need to tell taylor so that we don't text it to each other in between long car rides on the road yeah so we have stuff to say can't spoil it can't Can't do it yeah you gotta be like oh three weeks ago this happened this is why i didn't tell you went to the er (laughs) yeah and that'll be all the stuff in the folders and stuff we won't say on the podcast but we will say in the car (laughs) yeah it'll be just bad mouthing other comics just be dustin honestly judging my choices uh and you know talking about our childhoods not exclusively yeah (laughs) yeah um plug all your stuff uh you know wherever you are on the internet i'm there uh dustin Dustin has a really funny special uh called overwhelmed that is on amazon and youtube yeah you can go watch full special got a shitload of clips on his instagram and tiktok Mm mm-hmm uh, are you still do you send people to twitter uh no you post them on yeah, instagram yeah, yeah yeah my tweets do better on instagram <laughs> yeah let's yeah, be yeah, honest yeah, yeah. add dustin uh, nickerson there I have and a he's podcast got a funny podcast called don't make me come back there yeah every really wednesday good. me and my me and my loving happy wife of 20 years we just his so smoking good. hot devoted mm, wife she's so mean she's the meanest person i know <laughs> yeah that's why when you're mean to me i was like freaking training wheels anger over here <laughs> 
Oh my God. Thanks for doing it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs>